Hi friends, happy Magical Monday. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Wish Upon a Sparks podcast. I'm Courtney. And I am TJ. And this week we are talking about the most classic classic. Yes. Pinocchio. Yes. Um, man, is this movie old? <laughs> <laughs> it came out in 1940. That's 80. Is that, I'm going to do some bad math. That's it's 80. Almost, it's over 80 years old. I know. It's almost 100. <laughs> that's crazy, right? Like, that's nuts. Um, it was... Honestly, that was fun, though. The story is wild. It is wild. I do not remember watching this movie at all. And there are some parts where I was like... Eh. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, as all these old ones, I think we talked about this when we did, um, what was the movie we did where we talked about, oh man, there was like some, um, some, I think it was Cinderella's one of them had like some old timey like things in it that are like, yeah. I don't think would fly today. Yeah, no, same. Yeah, I think, same. I definitely think that this is one of those movies that has some of that stuff. Yeah. But um, it was really good. I actually also, because I like to be real and Courtney likes to be real too, we are dog sitting for a friend of ours. We have a house full of dogs. We have our two dogs and their dogs. So you might hear a dog bark in the background in this episode or the next couple. And we're just going to let it happen because, you know, the fur baby's got to run around and have a good time. Yeah. Back to Pinocchio. This was the second animated feature film produced by Disney. Second. What was the first? I always thought it was the first. Guess. <laughs> I have no clue. What was it? I, wanted, I really wanted to think about it. I thought about cheating and Googling it, but you know. Uh, no, it's Snow White. Snow White was before this one? Yeah, Snow White came out in 1937. That's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. you have your tablet in front of you. See if you can research this really, really quick. Um, sorry, one of our dogs is chasing one of our cats. Um, see if you can research this really quick. Um, I would like to know if the ones on Disney Plus have been reanimated over. I'm pretty sure they have been because I have to say... I remember watching Pinocchio as a kid, and the animation was horrible, and this actually was not terrible. Um, it was actually pretty pretty decent. So I feel like these movies have been reanimated, or at least touched up, right? Maybe freshened a little bit over time to make it more enjoyable to watch. Um, I don't know. I'm going to just say yes. I feel like it has been. We could be completely wrong there. Don't quote us on that. But um, they definitely look like they were not made. It was not made in 1940. Looks like it was more like it made in 1980 or 70 or 90s, whatever. 90s, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, how about I start with a plot summary before we talk for 30 minutes before we even dive in? Sound good? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Opening scene, Jiminy Cricket addresses the audience. He's this cute little cricket. As a narrator, to tell a story of a wish coming true. The story takes place in a village in Italy sometime in the late 19th century, where he arrived at the shop of a woodworker and toy maker named Geppetto, who lives with his pets, Figaro the kitten and Cleo the goldfish. Geppetto creates a, mar a marionette whom he names Pinocchio. Falling asleep, Geppetto wishes upon a star for Pinocchio to be a real boy. I'm assuming that maybe he always wanted children and never had children, and so this was like, I really would like to have a son. Um, late that night, a blue fairy visits the workshop and brings Pinocchio to life, although he remains a puppet. She informs him that if he proves himself brave, truthful, and unselfish, he will become a real boy. When Jiminy reveals himself, the blue fairy assigns him to be Pinocchio's conscience. Geppetto wakes up and is overjoyed to discover that his puppet is alive and will become a real boy. The next morning on his way to school, Pinocchio is led astray by a con artist 
Fox Honest John. I think it's funny that. Um, I don't know. He was like an actual fox. Yeah, like everything else in the movie was like a real person, and then you got this fox with his like his other friend that's like a dog or cat, like just walking yeah, down the just street. Hanging out. Okay. Like yeah, when I saw it, I was like wild. Oh yeah, it's Gideon the cat as a sidekick. That's what it is, yeah. Wild. Okay. But honest John convinces Pinocchio to join Stromboli's puppet show. Um, despite Jiminy's objections, um, Pinocchio goes and he becomes <clears throat> Stromboli's star attraction, but when he tries to go home, Stromboli locks him in a cage and leaves to tour the world with Pinocchio. After Jiminy unsuccessfully tries to free his friend, the blue fairy appears again and an anxious Pinocchio lies about what happened, but his nose grows longer and longer and longer. Um, I think it's cute. Like eventually it grows so long. There's like a bird's nest and eggs and then it grows again and the birds hatch and they're like chirping and then it grows one more time in the leaves and the, it, it like goes dies. to like fall. Yeah, I know. It was funny. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. Um, but the blue fairy ends up restoring his nose and frees him when Pinocchio promises to make amends, but warns him that she can no longer help him. Honest John and Gideon are promised money by a mysterious coachman if they can find disobedient boys for him to take to Pleasure Island. Though Honest John and Gideon are frightened by the coachman's implication on what happens to the boys and by the possible severe legal consequences if the law finds out, the, for- the farmer um, the farmer convinces Pinocchio to take a vacation on Pleasure Island after his terrible experience with Stromboli. Um, so on the way, Pinocchio befriends Lampwick, a delinquent boy. This kid's like awful. He just wants to do all the bad things. Um, at Pleasure Island, without rules or authority to enforce their activity, Pinocchio, Lampwick, and countless other boys soon engage in smoking cigars, cigarettes, gambling, vandalism, and getting drunk, much to Jiminy's frustration. Jiminy eventually discovers that the island turns boys into actual donkeys, as revealed by the coachman. <laughs> if you can leave a young boy to his own unsupervised devices, and he'll soon make a... <laughs> It says jackass of himself. And the coachman plans to sell them to slave labor in salt mines and circuses. Pinocchio witnesses Lampwick transforming into a donkey. And with Jiminy's help, Pinocchio escapes partially transformed with a donkey's ears and tail. Though they have to be, though they have to abandon Lampwick and the other boys in the uh, clutches of the coachman. Like I said, this thing gets wild real quick. Um, returning home, Pinocchio and Jiminy find Geppetto's workshop deserted. Um, they get a letter from the Blue Fairy in the form of a dove, stating that Geppetto had gone out looking for Pinocchio and sailed to Pleasure Island, where he learned Pinocchio was taken to, but was swallowed by Monstro, who is this huge, vicious whale. Um, and Geppetto is now living in the belly of the beast. Determined to rescue his father, Pinocchio jumps into the sea, accompanied by Jiminy. Pinocchio is soon swallowed by Monstro, where he reunites with Geppetto. Um, And Pinocchio devises a scheme to make Monstro sneeze, and it gives them a chance to escape. The scheme works, but the enraged whale chases them and smashes the raft. Um, Pinocchio selflessly pulls Geppetto to safety in a cave just as Monstro crashes into it, and Pinocchio is seemingly killed. 
Yes, and back at home, Geppetto, Gemini, Figaro, and Cleo mourn the loss of Pinocchio. However, the Blue Fairy revives Pinocchio and turns him into a real human boy, getting rid of the Pleasure Island curse in the process, much to everyone's joy. As the group celebrates, Gemini steps outside to thank the fairy and is rewarded with a solid gold badge that certifies him as an official conscience. The end. The end. <laughs> All right. Courtney, initial thoughts. Um, some of this movie is wild. <laughs> like, not just some of it. It's pretty I wild. I was not expecting it when, um, I don't know, the boys started turning into donkeys and they started yeah. calling each other jackasses. Like, yeah. wild. Was not expecting that at all. Um, but I thought it was like a really cute and kind of funny movie. The cat, um, Figaro, Figaro, best character. 10 out of 10, man. Um, he was awesome. Even Cleo, the little goldfish. Awesome. awesome. I guess it's, it seems like it's a girl. Um, she was awesome. Oh, yeah. She was awesome. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I was not expecting to enjoy it. I don't really enjoy older movies that much, but I think I definitely enjoy them more than you do. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I like the classics, like the throwbacks. Um, I definitely enjoyed this one. My initial thoughts is that it's just a lot more wild than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, um, same. <laughs> like, and way more sinister, like Pinocchio being kidnapped by um, Stromboli and like... Yeah. Like, that was really... He was locked in a cage. He was locked in a cage. And he was like... I mean, that was a bad situation. Like, that was that was going to get bad real quick. Um, yeah, and it was just... It was... Uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. The whole donkey scene got me, too. Like, people being turned into donkeys is pretty wild. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and kick it to you for favorite character. Who's your fave? Oh, Figaro. Hands down, right? Figaro, for sure. Like, he's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Best 10 out of 10. If I had to choose another one, I honestly love Jiminy too. He's so good. Sweet He's little so man. Sweet, <laughs> sweet little man. Just trying to keep Pinocchio out of trouble. Yeah. At first, I almost thought that he was going to like, whenever the Blue Fairy gave him like new clothes, because he was kind of like almost... He's like raggedy. Yeah, he was very, he was very raggedy looking, and the Blue Fairy gave him new like nice clothes and I almost thought oh he just agreed to do this so he could have like fresh clothes and be clean again that's funny <laughs> but he's he's a good guy he's honest <laughs> he's honest through and through yeah my favorite character is also Figaro we do not agree on favorite characters often I could not pick any other character other than Figaro he was so sweet and just as cute. He never, obviously, he's a cat that has no lines. He's just a cat, like a kitten. But his mannerisms, his personality still shines through, and yeah. it's so great. I would say my second... I, you know what? I will, I'll do this. I, I shouldn't, but I'm going to do it. I would tie Jiminy with Figaro. I really, really, really like... Um, I like Jiminy a lot. I think he has a lot of good characteristics. I think he has a lot of good like spunk and pizzazz. He does things for the right reasons. So I'm going to put him and Figaro in the same box. My second favorite character, Cleo, the goldfish. I love Super Cleo the goldfish. Cute. She's so cute. Um, and then uh, Geppetto, every night before they go to bed, you're like, Figaro, give Cleo a kiss goodnight. And Figaro, like, so does not want to do it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so funny. He's just so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have mean, to option because, you know, he's a cat and she's a fish. But, yeah. like, yeah, it's super Cleo funny. Cleo loves Figaro. Loves him. It kind of reminded me when we were watching it of uh, Lily and Ginny. So we have this cat. Um that we've probably talked about before. She's real grumpy. She's like, she's like 12 years old. Um, 
and she's just grumpy. She's actually walking by right now, and Luna's really resisting the urge to, to pounce on her. Um, Luna, our dog, chases her around a lot, but Jenny... And she hisses. She hisses a lot, <laughs> which she probably heard a couple minutes ago. Um, but Jenny loves Lily and always wants, um, like, Lily's attention and affection. And every now and then, Lily will, like, lay down with her and, like, snuggle with her. But for the most part, she doesn't give her the time of day. Um, least favorite character. Least favorite character. Yeah, this is actually harder than favorite character. Um, There's a lot of bad characters in this. There are. I don't know. Um, definitely Honest John. He's definitely not honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the con man, you know, that, that lies about what he does and gets people in trouble, but like they, you know, they usually lie about their background and what they're all about. Yeah. Um, let me see. If you need a second, I can go because I have mine. I would say... Hmm. Okay, you go first. I've, Stromboli is my least favorite. The guy from the circus, he's just really evil. I mean, the coachman's kind of up there because, like, what he's trying to do. But, like, Stromboli is just, like... He's using Pinocchio to get famous. You know, like he's going to be, he got, Pinocchio made all that money from being, like dancing, being a wooden doll that yeah. dances. And he took all the money, he didn't give anything to Pinocchio. Like he's he even gives him, someone like gave him a gear and like, he, like a little like, like washer gear where it goes like a machine. And he was like, oh, you can have this because Pinocchio doesn't know what money is. And he, you know, it's just, he's just really bad. Uh, Stromboli is my least favorite for sure. Yeah. I also don't like Lampwick, the little boy that no, was No, he's awful. The, Absolutely yeah. awful. Yeah, I agree. I would the put worst. him up there. I would say him, Honest John. The villains in this movie are just like, ugh. They all suck. So bad. Like I, they're, I think they're good villains, but they're sucky people. Yeah, like really, really bad. Like I would take Cruella over all of them any day of the week. I love Cruella. I know. I kind of love Cruella too. <laughs> um, That's a villain I was going to be, Cruella. <laughs> yeah, you would be. <laughs> all right. If I was going to be a villain, who do you think I would be? Oh. Gaston. <laughs> no way. I hate Gaston, but I could kind of see it. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a girl, but I would think I'd be kind of like Maleficent too. Maleficent. I always pronounce her name so weird. Well, I think Maleficent's my favorite villain. I don't, I don't know much about Maleficent, so I, know. I can't That's say. why I like it. She's like mysterious. I'm not mysterious at all. <laughs> I literally say everything I think all the time. She's a mistress of evil, and I feel like you're literally the complete opposite of that. Yeah. That's true. All right. I guess if I was going to be a villain, I'd be Gaston. I'm going to think about this as we keep going throughout the uh, this episode. And if I, something comes to me, I'm just going to shout it out. Okay. All right, cool. Any other, like, least favorite characters? Um, Not a least favorite character, but if you were a character in this movie, who would you want to be? Or who do you think you're most like in this movie? Jiminy. I spend my entire day, every single day, doing what Jiminy does. I'm not even kidding, and you know it's true. No. Yeah, you do. I spend my entire day... Trying to keep people from getting turned into jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Oh, man. No, but seriously. Um, yeah, that's exactly how I feel like most of my day goes. I'm like, people are like, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, um, uh, no, 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 don't. Let's don't, not no. do that. <laughs> let's not do that. Let's uh, no, let's not get into the carriage with the uh, man you've just met and uh, get put in a cage. Let's not do that. Oh, you're going to do that? Okay. I guess I'll come try to save you now. Um, um, oh yeah, just jump into it, you know, just jump into the coachman saying, get yourself turned into an actual donkey. You know, let's not do that. Oh, okay. You're going to do that. All right. Well, I guess I'll come trying to help you. That's, that's my life. <laughs> that's funny. Sorry. No, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Favorite scene. 
I'll go first. I've been making you go first a lot. Okay. I'll go first. My favorite scene is, um, man, there's a lot of them. I really like when it flashes to Geppetto. You hear that Geppetto's been swallowed by a whale, and I forgot about this. And it goes to the scene of him, like, literally just living a normal life in the belly of a whale, <laughs> trying to catch fish. In a fish. boat, <laughs> in a whale. Trying like, catch, what? <laughs> trying to catch fish, man. Um, and Figaro's just like, can we please go home? <laughs> literally. And then Cleo's there. Like, they're all there. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, they're, I don't know how they all got there. It's wild. But uh, I'm assuming the whale, like, you know, walked on shore and then ate, <laughs> ate them. I don't know. But uh, anyways, um, Oh, I wonder if that boat was his. It was. He was out looking for Pinocchio. Oh, okay. He was out looking for Pinocchio. Okay. That's the thing. He was out like, like he, remember Pinocchio, when he went away, never came home after he went to school. After oh, they took the boat and. I'm assuming he just like, hey, that's right. He, I'm assuming, he doesn't say, I'm assuming he took Figaro and Cleo because he couldn't leave them at home and not feed them for weeks. He's like, we got to go find Pinocchio. So he like jumps in a boat and like tries to like yeah. search around the, like, around the coast. I Because they I, live near the coast. Yeah, I guess in my mind, like them going to Pleasure Island. From the time he was kidnapped to, like, taking him to Pleasure Island, I thought, days. I thought it was just all on the same night. It probably was within days, several okay. days, probably two to three days. Um, who knows? The older movies like that, it's kind of hard to like, keep up with time, for sure. Yeah. I just want to know, before, or, like, when Geppetto went out to look for Pinocchio, Figaro had a nice fish on his plate, and he was told he wasn't allowed to eat it. That is true. That Figaro, Did he ever get to eat it? I guarantee you Figaro ate that fish. I guarantee you he waited about 30 minutes, if that. And ate it. And ate it. Oh, yeah. Well, he tried to eat it as soon as he walked out the door, and Cleo was like, no. Yeah, because Cleo's a real follower. Yeah. That's my favorite scene. Okay. When they're like in the, um, you know, runner up for me, and then I'll let you go. Okay. It's just like when Jiminy first shows up and you're kind of seeing the whole house, like the clocks. Oh, yeah. You're seeing, and then all of the scenes between Jiminy and the fairy. Because mm-hmm. you can tell that Jiminy thinks that she's so pretty. Yeah. And he's kind of like, he's kind of flattered, or not flattered, he's kind of smitten by her. Yeah. And so, and then she, and she's so kind to him. And mm-hmm. she's so, actually, before we continue with this, we're going to bounce back to favorite characters. I love the fairy. Yeah. She's a she's great, sweet sweet. character. Yes, yeah, she really is. And she tries to help Pinocchio just enough. Um, she's a great character. I didn't want to like leave her out. Like she's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, she's she's not my top three characters, but she's a great character. Yeah, she is. I agree. Right. Fave scene. Go. Favorite scene. I actually really. I don't know. <laughs> I actually am so ready to talk about my favorite scene. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really think I like not. I just think the scenery and the animation is cool whenever they're actually in Pleasure Island and it's like looks very carnival like. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree with you. It is cool. It's like not It'll, my I wouldn't say it's my favorite in terms of what's going on in this scene, but the way the scene looks, definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Um the um, carnival scene and like even them shooting pool and stuff. Like I love when like, Pinocchio. I think it's uh, it's either cigar or pipe. He's like trying to smoke. Oh yeah, they're trying to they're smoking cigars and drinking beer. <laughs> yeah, and he just gets so sick. Yeah. You remember your first time you ever like smoked tobacco or like drink? Is this a trick question? No, I do. I mean, I never I never forget it. I tried. Um, I tried. I, I used to. I mean, this is gross, but I mean, I'm a real person, so I used to. I used to dip and chew tobacco. What? The first time I tried it, I was like 14 or 15. I tried it with my cousins. And um, literally the way he looked in the scene is how I felt. Like I felt like I went clammy and white. 
And then I went green, and then I just completely, like, I, I hurled. It was bad. I got so sick. So, so, so sick. So when I was watching that, that's what I thought about. I was like, dang, like, I remember that. I remember, like, trying to back over the first time getting so sick. I kind of want to tell a story. Just tell it. It's fine. <laughs> but it's not my story. It's it's about Corey. You can tell it. Corey wouldn't care. Okay. Full were... disclosure, before we tell this story, Corey, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm telling this story. <laughs> People around the world will hear it, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh. We are in a place and things are happening. <laughs> and Corey was smoking a thing and he got so sick he threw up. Oh, Corey. And it just is like ingrained in my brain. Oh, Corey. Um, so whenever I like see stuff like that, that's like the that's first thing think I think of. of. Well, Corey, don't feel bad, brother, because I've been there many, many times. Literally, brother, he's my brother. In law, sure based on my brother. Um, okay. Thanks for outing Corey on the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like I did it discreetly. You did do it discreetly. Corey, we love you. <laughs> Can't wait to have you and Kylie back on. Yeah. All right. We've got, uh, let's just talk about scenes in general. Okay. Um, I actually think it's also really cool when the, um, I don't know, the blue fairy shows up when. Pinocchio's in the cage and it's like almost like an all hope is lost moment. Yes. And she comes in, saves the day. She does. And I love that she comes in and she's like, I'll help you this one time. Cause he got there by his own doing. Oh yeah. He didn't listen to his conscience, all that no. kind of stuff. You know what it reminds me of that yeah. I thought of in this scene? There's this uh Futurama is a show that Courtney and I like a lot. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's an older show from like the late nineties, early two thousands. Um mm-hmm. or no, I'm sorry, early two thousands to like two thousand tens. Um, we love it. It's a futuristic type show, hence the name Futurama. There's this one scene where Bender meets, uh, Bender's one of the characters, meets this character um, in outer space, and it's kind of the way they portray it is the character is God. And Bender's like, well, you know, why don't you help people more? Why don't you help robots more? Why don't you help, you know, society more? And the the being says something along the lines of, well, it takes a light touch. If you do too much, people become dependent on you and they never learn and they never grow. If you do not enough, people lose hope and they lose faith and they don't believe in anything. Mm. And I that's what I thought about when I saw that. Like, she didn't help him throughout the whole thing. No. She helped him twice. She answered the thing and then she, the Stromboli thing, he couldn't get himself out of. Like, he was locked in that cage, and he couldn't get him out and mm. all hope was lost and she came and bailed him out. And then for the rest of the movie, he just kept getting in trouble and Jiminy kept helping him the best and then Pinocchio finally like, got his crap together, went and saved Geppetto. Yeah. And then she was like, that's worthy of you becoming a real boy. And it just, I don't know, made me think of that quote. It takes a light touch, you mm-hmm. know? You do too much and people will become too dependent. But if you don't do enough they'll lose hope and faith. Man. I know. It's kind of deep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Least favorite scene. <laughs> um. Okay, wait. Can we go back to favorite scenes? I would love to. Yeah, we can bounce back and forth. Okay, I actually kind of like the scene when they're like in the little eight ball, like shooting pool. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. It just says, I don't, even though I don't like partaking in those activities like like I'm not trying to smoke a cigar gross <laughs> I mean live your life other people can do it it's just not a choice I would like to make for myself I think it's gross I'm well aware 
I like to smoke cigars in Courtney, although I would say you've gotten better about it. Like, you don't really yeah. care if I do it as I long as I don't care if other people do it. I just don't want to do it yeah. myself. Well, when we first got married, you were kind of funny about it. Yeah. yeah. I've grown as a person. You have I can only control my own choices. Okay. <laughs> Continue. I get um, where you're going, though. The vibe of, like, where they were at and what they were doing yeah. is, like, it's cool. Yeah, and it just makes me think of, like, a dive bar. Yeah, and there's something that I like about dive bar pubs. Um, yeah, they have, like, like, a cool, like... They're, like, grungy and have, like, a cool... Some of them have, like, good vibes. Some of them are, like, really, truly gross, but... Oh, yeah. It's like you got to go to the hipster dive. It's like a dive, <laughs> but not a dive, you know? Like Hoptanger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't classify Hoptanger as a dive bar. It's not. It's too clean. It's too nice. The pool hall in Murray Hill. Yes. No, Love that place. That's more of, like, divey to It's me. divey, but it's not, like, dirty. Yeah. Yeah, I like that place a lot. I get what you're saying. I like the vibe of it. Like, it almost made me want to, like, you know, us get up, get dressed, drive to, like, the local. Because they're fun. Well, yeah, go 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 get a pitcher of beer for you seltzers. Like, go get some seltzers. Yeah. Sit around a pool table and shoot pool. Yeah, it's yeah. super fun. I agree with you. That that scene, like, made me, like, actually, like, kind of long for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I actually would have loved to smoke a cigar and shoot pool, but. I mean, you live your life. I will. I'm not doing that for me, but I know you, you're you not. do you. <laughs> that was a cool scene. I agree with you. You know, I love that Disney does that. Scenes like that, where like even when they were pouring the beer out of the uh, barrel, it was like foamy. Yeah, it looked so like it looked good. I was like, I want to drink that beer. I want to drink it. <laughs> oh. I know I'm weird. Um, okay, least favorite scene. Go. Least favorite scene. I don't really like the Stromboli scenes. The whole like. How come I didn't know his name was Stromboli? Because you don't pay attention when we watch these movies sometimes. Okay. And I look up things before we start the podcast. Also, speaking of things I didn't know, why the whole time did we watch this movie that I think this was happening in Germany when it was happening in Italy? Because I thought the same thing, so... (laughs) (laughs) The whole time, time we're just like, we're just like, Disney, why is there not a Pinocchio booth in Germany at Epcot? The whole time we're watching the episode, and then like, oh, it's from Italy. I'm like, oh, they could have a cool toy shop in... Yeah. Germany. Yeah. Okay, okay, it's in Italy. No. Oh, they can have a toy shop in Italy. All right. Anyways. Okay. Um, um least favorite scene. <laughs> all the ones with Tromboli. Oh yes. Yeah. What about you? Um Honest John. Is that his name, Honest John? Yes. His name's probably not Honest John, but he calls himself Honest John. It's like my name's not TJ, but You call yourself I TJ. I call myself TJ. Oh no, actually I don't call myself TJ. Other people call me TJ. Other people call you TJ? Yeah. But yeah, anything with Honest John. Gideon the Cat is kind of funny. I think he's hysterical. He like remind- when he's trying to like get Jiminy off the, the guy's hat and he like smashes his head and he gets his <laughs> head stuck in the hat. He, he <laughs> reminds me of the two dogs from the Aristocats. Like there's the one dog that's like, they're just, they can't get it right. Like they're like, they're trying to catch these cats or whatever, um, but they just can't get it right. Like they're just like too, they're too goofy. Yeah. That's how he was. He was just too goofy. Like, yeah. He's not He's not good at being bad because he's too... Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. Like Smee from Captain... Oh, gosh, yeah. And then also... Um, oh, my God. We just watched it. Horace and Jasper from the original... Um, ja- or more Horace and Jasper. Horace is just like... He's so... He, In 101 Dalmatians, they're like so, dodo birds. They're so dodo birds. <laughs> especially Horace. It's like, dude, you're just not a bad guy. Horace, you're not a bad guy. Like, you, no. you're, you're just not. Like... Yeah, I love that Disney does that a lot with a lot of characters. Like yeah. they're they're bad guys, but the comedic relief is so great. It's still there. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, let's see. Favorite song. Um, 
Wish Upon a Star. Oh. For me. Well, yeah. It's like the only real answer, in my humble opinion. Um, I kind of forget where this movie, where that song comes from. Like, you hear yeah. it all over Disney, but I thought it was great. I totally forgot it came from this movie. Same. I really enjoy it. Also, I think just the um, the score is good overall. Yeah, 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 I liked it a lot. I liked it to be oh, Jiminy singing at the beginning. That oh, just yeah. like, like a lot of these older movies do like choir type songs, but it was just this one guy just kind of crooning. Yeah, like it's an old Scott, the old style like form of singing, just like crooning like really softly. Mm-hmm. It's like that Michael Bublé, Frank Sinatra. It wasn't quite like that, but like just, yeah, just singing it was soft and like it was yeah. good. I liked it. Yeah, um, it was good. It was fantastic. Um, that song, and then it may be the same song, and then the Wishbone Star song. Whatever that blind Geppetto says. Um, hold on. I'm going to find it. Sorry for the awkward silence. Um, I kind of like the song when Pinocchio is going to school. Yeah, that one was good too. I don't know. I don't know if there's actually words to that song. There probably is. I don't know. But it just is like, it just fits him like skipping around town going to school. Yeah, it was really cool. I like that a lot too. Um... Oh, that's right. Starlight, star bright, first star I see tonight. I wish I may. I wish I might have the wish. I wish tonight. And then he wishes. I like that. Starlight, star bright, first star I see tonight. I wish I may. I wish I might have the wish. I wish tonight. Have you? Did you ever see a star as a kid and say that? Not like the whole thing, but no. I used to wish upon stars. But we like. Can I see that? Yeah, of course. Because I feel like as a kid, you like. You say. I wish I may. I wish I might have the star or have the wish. I wish tonight. tonight. Yeah. I, I feel agree. like as a kid, I don't know. No, I, agree. I feel like it was something I said. Yeah. Well, my, my, um, even, even, um, my stepmom Linda used to always say, Oh, just shooting star, make a wish. Like things like that. And I, I really, uh, stuff like that's just so funny. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, a dream is a wish your heart makes. It's not American Idol. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, um, <laughs> a theme. Go. To apply to your life. A theme to apply. Honestly, if someone's trying to help you, at least try to listen. Yeah. Sometimes people try to help and, and they get it wrong and that's okay. Yeah, but you could at least try to act like you're actively listening. Like, think about it. Like, Pinocchio was like, nah. Nah. Um, Literally, Jimmy was like, tell them no. Tell them you're going to school. And then he immediately turned away and was like, okay, away. let's go. <laughs> ran away. Um, hold on one second. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. And then another theme, um, if you have any, go ahead and say it. But the, the, the fairy, what she says to him, um, I thought was really cool. And it's kind of like it's kind of like a nice theme summed up in a saying. When she shows up, she says, "You can become a real boy um, if you." She informs him that if he proves himself brave, truthful, and unselfish, and I feel like those are really good qualities. And I actually, truthful and unselfish are like duh, but I love the brave. Yeah, like that's really stands out to me. Like I feel like this is a movie where. Um, there's a lot of bravery. Like, Jiminy's very brave. Even Pinocchio. He, like, makes mistakes. He's very brave. He, like, mm-hmm. goes into the belly of a well to rescue Geppetto. Geppetto's brave. He, like, goes out. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of bravery. And I feel like that's... 
That's such an underrated quality in our society today. I just see people every day and I'm just like, you're not brave. You're not tenacious. You don't know how to stand up and just like make decisions. And um, it's one thing I really love about like the classic Disney hero. Yeah, they're very brave. They're very not cowardly brave. at all. No, they're not cowardly. They're very brave. Um, and if they are cowardly, they find their courage. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just great. Um, I agree. What about you? I think just the like. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what I'm going to say because I didn't think about it before. So we're just kind of going with it here. Um, but I feel like the general theme throughout this movie is like good versus evil, like who are you going to be? Um, and I like that you see Pinocchio get it wrong. Oh, yeah. But he gets it right eventually. And it, I feel yeah. like that's all of us in life. We're all going through life. We're going to get it wrong sometimes. But and I feel like in the end, most of us get it right. And, even and the, that's what matters. Yeah. And even though that he got it wrong so much, like the fairy was like, no, you like you ended up not how you were, but you ended up being brave, truthful and unselfish. And so he got to be a real boy. Yeah. And I feel like it's also just says like your past doesn't define you you can make mistake after mistake after mistake but when you get it right you get it right and like as long as you're you're you like recognize that like hey i made these mistakes like you're evolving as a person you're evolving as into like who you're always meant to be and yeah like it's not about who you were it's about who you are right now yeah i agree i love that i um i think that his like evolution throughout the movie and how he like grows. His development is really good. It's really strong. And, um, surrounded by a cast of characters on like his family side, they just love him, Mm -hmm. love him. Um, you know, Jiminy, Geppetto, Cleo, Figaro, like they all just love him. And, um, I love that because of their love for them, it makes them like persevere and not give up. Yeah. thousand percent. And then what it goes to show you too is like like how relationships are a give and take. Like Pinocchio got lost and so Geppetto's like on a boat trying to find him. And then Geppetto got lo- lost and then Pinocchio and Jiminy are like, all right, let's go. We're, We're going after him. We're yeah. going to save him. Like that's what true like relationship, whether it be a marriage, whether it be a friendship, whether it be family, that's what it's about. It's like we may not be perfect. We may get it wrong. We may do wrong things. But like at the end of the day, like you're, you're in the belly of a well. I'm coming after you. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's what real love and real relationship is. Yeah. You're going to grab the person next to you and like take them alongside you and like yeah. go where they need to go, like get them where they need to go. Yeah. I love it. I love it too. Um, any more themes? Um, I think that's it for me. Okay. Okay. Out of 10, how would you rate this movie? 7.2. Why 7.2? I think it's great. I think it's a classic. I don't think it's for everyone. I don't think if the original movie, how it was made in 1940, was made today, it would, would work. It would be successful. It would not be successful. They are re- remaking it. I was it's going to about this, yeah. Release the. They're making a live action one on, and it's going to release. Which they've done in the past, by the way. There's another live action one? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, but they're doing a new live action one that's releasing September 8th, I think, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that compares to the original like animated movie. It's got a fantastic cast, too. Tom Hanks, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, that's Robbie. 
Cynthia Erivo, Benjamin Ainsworth, I love Luke Evans, Joseph Gordon, Joseph Gordon Levitt's in it. My, <gasps> Michael okay. Key's in it. I really from love Key and Peele. I I said that when we were watching it. No, oh, sorry. Um, I really, really, really love Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, me too. Iron Man forever, man. Um, still can't watch the, uh, still can't watch any, I have a hard time watching, well, or any Marvel, since we watched that movie, like I haven't been able, since we watched Endgame in theaters, I really have a hard, hard time watching any of the, uh, the old school Marvel. I just rewatch Iron Man. I know you do. I know. I just, I can't accept it, man. You know what's funny? It's funny how I know that Marvel is different. Like I know it's owned by Disney, but that's not like, it's, it's, you know, it's a comic book, but it's funny how when you watch these movies and watch these TV shows, how connected you become to characters and that is just such a... People like talk, you know, bad about like, oh, like watching too much TV or watching too much movies. But it's like reading a good book in a way. You uh, you become connected to these characters. You 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 get attached to their journey, especially when it's done as beautifully as the way Marvel did it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it starts off with Iron Man, you know, one in two thousand eight, and then they have all these movies, all these characters, all these stories, and it all comes to a head in this huge scene in Endgame, yeah. and then a character that you love and are attached to, like. Dies. Spoilers. Sorry, but like you know, dies. <laughs> you seen it by now, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it's just like in a way, it's. This is gonna sound super dramatic, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like a form of grief because you're attached to this character and you're it's attached. Very heartbreaking. It is very heartbreaking. Like, I cried in theaters. We all did. Yeah. Well, we went with Scott and Tori, two of our really good friends, um, and we were all like sitting there sobbing in the theater, and it's like this fictional character, right? But like, it didn't matter. Like that character that this person played, like impacted people's lives. It's kind of crazy. Like whenever even even uh, you know the things we say and the things we do every day impacts people's lives, and like you never really understand until that person is gone. You know? Yeah. It's kind of crazy how much impact these movies that we watch and these stories that we see can have on our lives. Yeah, and I feel like in Pinocchio you kind of see that because if Pinocchio didn't have such a great impact. On Geppetto's life, would Geppetto have one after him? No, there's no way, and um, and vice versa. Like they didn't know each other very long, but like that love and that that impact was there. It was shown in the short time that they had together. Yeah, I'm so sure. they were really impacted. Yeah, agreed. <sighs> that was a nice tangent. I thought so too. <laughs> um. So overall, would you say this movie is over or underrated? No one talks about it. No one like watches it anymore. But it's very famous, so I'd say adequately. Like if you ask anyone the story of Pinocchio, they're gonna know the big things. Yeah. He was a wooden boy that Geppetto wished for. His nose grows when he lies. Geppetto was in the belly of a well, and Pinocchio had to go save him, and he became a real boy. People know the story because it's a famous story. Yeah. Um, I think adequately rated. I I think the remake might be fire. I'm scared. I'm I'm dude. The I can't wait. Stress me out. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Same. Well, they nailed it with a couple of them. Oh yeah, like Cruella was a remake. There's there's a live action Cruella. I don't know if it's no. There's like an older version of Cruella. You're kidding me. No, I'm like that's. I did not know that. You're sure? Yeah. You're sure it wasn't just a live action of 101 Dalmatians? No, I'm like 90 percent sure. Actually, I could totally be lying. Um. Hold on. What other remakes are bad? 
or good? I don't know. Good? I think Beauty and the Beast. Um, oh, the live fantastic. action version of Beauty and the Beast is 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I also, um, I kind of want to watch. Um, oh, man. Oh, The Jungle Book. I feel like it was fantastic. I've only seen it once, but we haven't watched it together. Okay, I lied. It was 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, I was seeing like the other live action. I mean, yeah, I was seeing the other girl that plays Gorilla. I don't know her name. Yeah. I don't know why I thought. My bad, guys. My That's bad. fine. It happens. We all make mistakes. <laughs> we all go on our own journey. Okay. Courtney's on the way to her own belly of a will. Okay, bye. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, what did we eat when we watched the movie? I don't remember. Oh, we no. It was the night before, wasn't it? Watched it Friday. What did we eat? We gotta get better about writing down what we eat during the movie. We like yeah. make a big deal. Like when we watch these movies, it's like a, it's like a, it's almost like a date. It's like an experience. Well, it is. Like, I say it's like a date. Like we go on a date. Like at the house, like we order food. We always we, like nine times out of ten, we either we cook a good meal, or we order food. We always make like some kind of fun cocktail or some drink. And it's like a whole thing. And all the pets are like let out of their rooms and they all like run around like crazy animals while we watch this movie. And it's like fun. I can never remember what we eat. <laughs> Me either. We watched it Friday night. Or did we watch it yesterday? We did not watch it yesterday. Okay, we didn't watch it yesterday. No. We either watched it Thursday or Friday. I don't remember. I Hibachi was No, different. I think we watched it Thursday. So maybe we did have... No, because I hate hibachi. You ate it in the bedroom. I ate it in the bedroom, so we did not watch it Thursday. No, we didn't. We did not watch it Thursday. We watched it... Um, I think you cooked something on Friday. Friday, you're right. The question is, how long Because you were we- cooking it, and then you said, oh man, I forgot we had leftover hibachi. You're right. I don't oh, remember. Oh, it's all tip of my tongue. I wonder how long we'll sit here and think about it before we move on. <laughs> Is it in the fridge? No, it's not in the fridge. We already ate it. Um, we're just going to move forward. Lasagna. We have lasagna. That's right. We had lasagna. Okay. Mystery soft. You're right. We made lasagna. Okay. And it is in the fridge. <laughs> what a mess. Um, what did we drink? What did you drink, I should say? I think I had a high noon. You did. So my birthday was last Sunday, and we had a nice, really cool 90s party the night before. And um, my friends, who love me so very much and know me so very well, brought me lots and lots of bourbon. Everyone came in with a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Bourbon and rye and a little bit of scotch, which everybody knows those are my three favorite. I mean, I love whiskey in general, but I'm mainly a rye guy. I love rye, but uh, bourbon and uh, scotch are also like really, really good. Um, and so, yeah, I cracked up one of those bottles and had a glass while we were sitting on the couch. Um, but yeah, we had lasagna and then what did you drink? You probably had like a seltzer, right? Yeah, I just said I had a high noon. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. You did say that. I forgot. Um, I think I had a watermelon one. Would you like to tell everyone what you're drinking right now? I have a Coke and peach whiskey. <laughs> and my cute little... <laughs> glass can cup that I got from For the Love of Pixar. Her and I have very, very, very different tastes in, in beverages for sure. And food in that for that matter. Yeah. We should do a um, uh, an episode where we it's just on Epcot and we go around the different foods that I love and the different foods that you love because they're totally different when I we mean, walk we can do around. it after we go to Food and Wine. We should go. We should after we go to Food and Wine. Um, 
Right now, I'm just drinking uh, a bottle of... Oh, shoot. Hold on. I'll be right back. I got to go look at the bottle because I want to get this wrong. Say something funny. <laughs> okay. Um, we're just going to sit in silence. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't like silence. It's 1792. It's small batch. Kentucky straight bourbon. My really good friend, um, Justin McLaughlin, brought it for me on my birthday. Let me see it. And it's delightful. Are the bottle's sure? really cool. Yeah. Are you sure Justin brought it too? Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. I know okay. he did. Okay. Sorry. Okay. How, how do you get that right? No, it's fine. Um. Any more thoughts about the movie? <laughs> <I think so. laughs> All right, cool. Why don't we talk to our guests about... I'm excited about next week. I'm so excited. Next week <laughs> is... Um, we are going to talk about cars. Yes. It's like, with two of our movie. favorite people, Scott and Tori. They are great people. They're great friends. Um, they own... They do lots of, like, creative things. And they're super cool. <laughs> and they produce a lot of... Super, they have podcasts of their own. They do. Um, they do wedding photography. photography and videography. They're just talented through and they through. They do a lot of like freelance stuff and they're just well, like, like 12 out of 10. They are. They're like those type of people that like you, you, you meet them and you're like, oh, cool. You're like wedding photographers. You're super talented. And then like, oh, you can like, you know, write like a whole like TV show. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, Tori, you're a really good singer. Scott, you can literally build anything from scratch, from wood, yeah. and just like re- renovate a whole house. Oh, and you just keep, the longer you know them, you're just like, wow, yeah. you people are just like fantastic. Something I love about Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we go, he has like a birthday or like a thing. We always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> always. <laughs> say the Pledge of Allegiance. And do a shot off the Constitution. Like, we have our little shot glasses. Yeah. And we have to, when we, like, put them down before we take them, it has to be on the Constitution. We just... Yeah. I love it. Scott is a, a political science major, I believe. I I, he'll, he'll, he'll tell us next week. Yeah. But um, Scott is really into politics. What I mean by that is Scott is very, very, very educated, educated and knowledgeable on politics. Yeah. That doesn't mean that he's, you know, necessarily opinionated on politics, which... You know, I mean... He is. He is. But <laughs> what I mean by that is, is not that a bad way. He, not a bad way. No, he just understands politics really well. So the constitution is so important to him and it's so beautiful because like there's so pe- many people are like America, America. And I'm like, no, like this guy, like America. he loves America <laughs> like he does. So can't wait to have them on next week. Um, we're going to save it. We have a really funny story as to how we first met oh, them. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, I can't wait to tell it next week. Actually, I'm going to let Scott tell it because, um, if I tell it, I'll look like a decent human being. If he tells it, I'm like a complete narcissist. So we're just going to let him tell it. <laughs> oh, man. Now that we know them, like knowing how we first met when we first, like I didn't know yeah. that they were even there when we met. Yeah. Or that when they, like we were kind of like first around each other. Yeah. Well, then it gets worse because then like the, the situation with Tori when I went to the gym, like later on. Ah, I know. I we're going to we're going to stop. We're going to talk about it next week. It's really funny. But anyways, they're really good friends of ours. and We can't wait to have them on next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, have we planned out the next month yet? We have not planned right, September cool. yet. Then we're not going to talk about it. I will say we're going to be in the parks. 
September 13th through 17th. We are very excited. The week after we go to the parks, we are going to do an episode on our experience there. We haven't decided 100% what we're going to do, but one of the weeks this month is going to be an experience episode. yeah. Next month, sorry. Yes, in September. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm excited because we're actually staying at two resorts that we've never stayed at before. Yeah. We're staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. We have a Savannah View room, and I'm very excited (laughs) about it. Also, we're staying at, like, my, probably, like, my dream resort. Yeah. We're also staying at the Riviera, and, man, oh, man. I had to sell a kidney, but we're going to make it. Um, I paid for it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh man. Anyway. Um, any any more closing thoughts? No. All right. Why don't you tell our our, our listeners, our guests, where uh, they can find us? You can find us on Instagram at Wish Upon a Sparks, or you can connect with us via email <laughs> at Wish Upon a Sparks at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Um, we give you guys the contact information every episode because we want to know your opinion and feedback. Some people reach out sometimes and, um, I just love the feedback they give. It's awesome. Yeah. If you, if there's certain movies you want us to do, um, don't worry, Brian, we're going to do rescue Rangers one day. Um, if, there, if there's, if there's, <laughs> chip and nail, if there's, uh, if there's episodes that you, uh, or not episodes, if there's uh, movies you want us to review, let us know. Cause we, like we said last week, we do this for you guys. And, um, Courtney's over here just gives, continues to make noise. <laughs> Sorry. I'm playing with my glass can. Oh, and, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, sorry. Today was a hot mess, but I kind of love it. And it was a lot of fun. I'm kind of here for it. I kind of like this better than being super polished. Yeah. I agreed. I hope you guys have a uh, magical Monday and a magical rest of your week. Yes. And uh, we cannot wait to see you next week for Cars. It's going to be super fun. That might be a two-hour episode. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a good time. Happy Magical Monday. Have a great magical week. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, friends. Bye.